playing the Radical Latino Show. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands in the air for New York's Radical. Latino is taking you to another level. What up, my people? Welcome back to another episode of the Radical Latino Show. It's your boy, the Radical Latino. What is popping, my people? Hope y'all week has been great. Mine's been all over the place and hectic. Um, for those who don't know, I am working on a Dominican and Haitian documentary. Um, it's going to be a free documentary. It's going to be up on YouTube. I finally released the name of the film. It's going to be called Open Wounds, an Island Divided. You know what I'm saying? So I already finally released the name. It's I didn't put the title in um, like crazy. It's just something that I whipped up really quickly. You know what I'm saying? But it's not the official logo. I, I got I got somebody working on the movie poster. So I got that shit working. Um, they're going to, you know, hand it, uh, hand it in in a couple of days or whatever the case is. And you guys will, you know, definitely see it. I already got a lot of things happening behind the scenes with that film, you know, so I just can't wait for you guys to see it. You know what I'm saying? Um, also, I actually, I also have a cash app. So if you want to support, you know, this podcast, cash at me at Radical Latino, dollar sign Radical Latino. That's it on cash app, support me. Or if you can't contribute, you because you know you don't feel like it or whatever the case is that's one that's messed up please <laughs> and secondly you could contribute by just going to the the podcast uh rating system and rating this five stars you know what i'm saying so you know there's different ways to contribute you know what i mean thumb thumbing up on on youtube and all that you know what i'm saying just thumbs it up and i hope the algorithm you know along along the lines of making people, you know, catch up on the show or whatever the case is, you know what I'm saying? So I hope everything is going well with you guys. Um, something really interesting has been happening. Well, side note, um, I got, I actually made for those who aren't on my, you know, YouTube channel, you know what I'm saying? Um, I actually made a couple of videos of about um butthead you know what i'm saying uh on my youtube channel and the majority of people who actually who actually like you know interact with me on that butthead video are you know they're a bunch of one of you know a bunch of butthead supporters you know what i'm saying they're a bunch of butthead supporters and all that other stuff. The reason why I'm bringing it up because I find it really funny. I find it hilarious that a group of people who share the same ideology as he, as he does, a group of people who actually think the way he does, who are not Latin whatsoever, don't share no Latin blood whatsoever still go out and defend that ideology. I just find it a little interesting. And some of the comments is kind of funny. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not going to stop. I'm still going to be on his ass. And mind you, 
he has a lot of secret haters behind the scenes that feed me information. You feel what I'm saying? They feed me information. The thing is that I don't go out looking for this. They send this shit to me. And so far, I'm the only one out here criticizing his stance. And I'm not talking about the, um, I think her name is Sophie or whatever. I'm not talking about her. She has some personal issues with him. The, what I talk about him, butthead, is because he goes out his way to be a white supremacist. And that's something that I'm totally against. That's something that I need to call out. That's something that I shouldn't stand for. You feel what I'm saying? Especially with, with somebody else, another Latin person. Nah, I'm going to speak up. You know what I mean? And it's, it's, it's very, very funny that a person like that has more secret haters. Because I don't consider myself a hater whatsoever. I don't. I consider myself uh, a person that is against white supremacy and is for justice. I want to replace the system of white supremacy and replace it with a system of justice. You feel what I'm saying? So, you know, Butthead goes out here, you know, start talking all this other wild shit about black folks and all this, and we got to preserve the white uh, Spaniard race and all this other bullshit, right? So, you know, when he goes out his way and starts spewing that, I go out my way and start going against him, finding out his contradictions and all that other shit. It's kind of it's kind of funny that it's been a week. It's been a week that I put out that exposing um, Antonio Batista video, and he has a lot of you know supports supporters out there who, you know, regurgitate his bullshit ideology, but also a lot of the people that don't agree with him are secret about it. And I don't like that. You know what I'm saying? I don't like that because if you have a platform and if you have a following, yo, come on now. I'm not, I'm not calling nobody, no names. I'm not saying nothing. I'm just saying if you got a platform where you have a big voice in this why send me secret shit you know what i'm saying um like i said i don't mind the information trust me i don't mind it but why send me secret shit you know you know you should you should also you should also talk you know speak out on, uh, about this because that's not something that the latin community needs you know what i'm saying the Latin community gets, you know, gets rejected, gets forgotten about, gets shit on time and time again. That's not something we need. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, at least I, I'm not going to say that I want more hate videos out here against him. I'm simply saying we should band together to actually start contradicting this motherfucker because I cannot be the only one. You know what I'm saying? That's that's my little PSA. That's all I got to say, right? And something else also. On that same week, right? I also came out with a review of the movie In the Shadow of the Moon. And it's kind of... It's actually very interesting. Because if you go to the trailer of that, 
of that uh, of that tra uh, if you go to the trailer of that movie, right? You see a bunch of racist ass comments. A bunch of racist ass comments, like one of these comments: anti-white hate propaganda and the usual invasion of truth from the usual suspects. That's basically code word. I didn't know a movie against the white supremacy is anti-white. You feel what I'm saying? I didn't know that. So according to these white supremacists, anything that goes against them is anti-white. See, they want to be the victim so bad that they twist reality and truth. You feel me? They twist that shit along. And one of my followers actually said the same thing that I'm saying. What was anti-white about it? Going against white supremacy is anti-white now? The uh, the main dude in the movie was the it was the reason why the girl went on the mission. Why are people twisting things the way um the way out? You know what I'm saying? It's true. And you know, one of my subscribers, they you know, they started getting a lot of hate and all this other bullshit, but it's true. Why y'all twisting, you know, the way y'all y'all feel and the way y'all um y'all see things? That's not true. You feel what I'm saying? That's not true whatsoever. Another one. Another one which was actually pretty funny. Was actually pretty funny. Somebody said, so Terminator from the anti-white point of view. And again, my uh, my subscriber commented what was anti-white about it. Somebody commented him, watch the movie. They said, I did. Question still remains. What was anti-white about it? And this is a crazy response you're at lost cost if you can't see it i'm not going to waste my time finding examples for you see whenever you pin down these white supremacists right whenever you pin down these people to get a specific answer they play dumb that's one of the tactics you feel what i'm saying that's one of the tactics so this person uh, so my subscriber goes so going against white supremacy is anti-white are you saying all white people are white supremacists? They never responded back to this person. Never did. And it it just keeps that comment section keeps on going in the same way, in the same way, in the same way, in the same way. And something very interesting happened because in one part, because this, my subscriber was, you know, me and him. We, uh, we were communicating through Instagram, right? And one of the comments caught my eye. And I was like, whoa. And my subscriber's response, spot on. So this person said, me and my wife were loving the movie until the end. When they started shoving diversity down our throats. Just another agenda-driven movie by the far left. Two thumbs down. You know what I'm saying? So everything was cool. You know, white supremacists blowing shit up. You know, a girl stopping it, killing white folks who are extremists. And everything went down 
and driven down when they found out that the black girl was actually the daughter of the white dad's daughter. Hmm. And that's diversity being shoved down our throats. So my subscriber says, so diversity is bad and segregation in your view is good. You feel what I'm saying? It's crazy. No, that person never responded back to him. That's crazy. And the thing, the thing is this, these are the type of movies that white folks, especially white folks, they get alerted to, they said, Oh, these are cold words. We gotta watch out. You know what I'm saying? We gotta watch out. These are cold words and they go on the defensive very quickly. They go on the defensive very, very quickly. That's something very interesting and something we got to watch out. You feel what I'm saying? That's something we got to watch out for. But anyway, to my topics, right? The first topic that I want to speak about is this whole Trump video thing. You know what I'm saying? This whole Trump video. So a week ago or a couple of days ago, this video of Trump, somebody made a fake video of Trump. Um, it was actually the movie, uh, the Kingsman where the main guy goes to a church and those people are all bugged out and he just starts killing every one of them. Right? So somebody made a little meme where the killer is Donald Trump and he's going against all the Democrats, the liberal news and Obama. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and a bunch of other people just killing them left and right, left and right, left and right. And it was shown, I think in one of Trump's, uh, one of Trump's, uh, I think was it, uh, uh, residencies or whatever the case is that they had a big meeting at and they showed that video, whatever the case is. And people went crazy, right? And they're just showing Trump killing every, you know, liberal Democrat. This is one part where Obama, they superimposed Obama's face on some dude getting his whole body, like, you know, mangled because he drove this person's head first into like a podium. You know what I'm saying? They just like, you know, they just like ragged all the effect, the whole thing. It looked kind of crazy, but everybody was going crazy about it. Like, oh my God, this is crazy. This and this and this. And you know, I, I don't believe Trump denounced anything. He didn't come out and denounce anything. I don't think he did. So I find this extremely, extremely, extremely interesting because we got to remember that Trump, he talks to a white supremacist crowd. So they're very, the way they think is very linear. You know what I'm saying? It's extremely, extremely linear and they're not very progressive thinking people. Let's keep it real. You know what I'm saying? They're not very progressive thinking people. So this is a way of basically saying, if Trump does not get elected, we will go out in droves and start shooting 
basically this is a war cry and this is something very dangerous that we got to watch out for if you guys see the video you know it's like it's under the the guise of memes and stuff like that but it has an underlining message to it it has a very 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 specific underlining message to it if our guy does not get elected again regardless if he's treating y'all bad regardless if y'all don't like him regardless if he says the racist shit regardless if he uses the law against you guys regardless if he bans most of you guys if he does not get elected we will go out here and harm you we have to start thinking very 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 critically and we have to start thinking in a way how they think this is a war my people this is a war they are out here training every day getting indoctrinated every day believing their own bullshit every single day and these are regular people that you meet every day truck drivers doctors airplane pilots cooks bus drivers you know what i'm saying in that movie in the shadow of the moon they that's what they, they were showing they were showing everyday regular people teachers you know what i'm saying they were showing everyday regular people and guess what they were all white supremacists because even though they have different type of jobs they're in different type of class brackets they all believe in one thing and they will all die knowing that they could affect you in one way white supremacy that's the thing and this goes deep that meme should not be looked at as just a little tongue-in-cheek meme no that meme should be looked at what it is a ve very dangerous propaganda type of video of indoctrination that's what that meme should be looked at and guess where i from what my sources that i'm reading from from the news that video originated i believe in 4chan I'm not too sure i'm seeing some conflicting uh, sources saying that it originated on twitter other people are saying it originated on 4chan i don't know but they saying they originated on 4chan so you tell me 4chan is the hub of white supremacy reddit 4chan 8chan you feel what i'm saying that's the hub of white supremacy so that's not something so far-fetched out of the imagination that we should be like well is it really racist oh i don't know you know what i'm saying it's not that far-fetched so you know just remember my people remember mira mi gente check this out last week kansas uh a kansas city and got shot up in the mall like come on all the people and i'm sorry in the kansas city bar sorry got shot up in the mall all the victims were were latin you think this is a coincidence it's not it's not a coincidence whatsoever so we gotta be prepared yeah all white supremacy doesn't affect me it just affects black folks well el paso doesn't think so El Paso doesn't think so. 
You know what I'm saying? We gotta start waking up and start stop with this anti-black bullshit. You know what I'm saying? All right, moving on. So my next topic that I want to talk about is the Ava DuVernay. Shit, Ava DuVernay. When they see us. So apparently Ava DuVernay is being sued. Yep, she's out here being sued. Her and Netflix are being sued by the um for that documentary because apparently it depicted them people in a bad light. Wow. So she's being sued, and we gotta kind of go back and find out. Not find out, but let's really look at everything and why she's being sued. You know what I'm saying? Well, remember, it's her and Netflix being sued. Well, when that movie came out, a lot of people that didn't know anything about the movie or didn't really research, not about the movie, about the situation, or didn't really research, didn't really know what was really, like, what, what happened, the story of these people, the shit that they had to go through, and all this other craziness. They really didn't know. So once they saw this, they said, wait the fucking minute. What? You mean to tell me the prosecution had multiple times to drop this case, but they harped on the fact that the victim was a white woman. The none of their testimony added up. Multiple people came through and said, listen, I don't think these kids did it. And the prosecutors still went on and said, fuck it, hang them. Then all these other cops who just, you know, lie after lie after lie. Now they're the, you know, they're going into it and stuff. You know, they're the ones being looked at as crazy. And guess what? That's not something out of the norm. Cops do that shit all the time. Cops do that shit all the time, especially to black and Latin people. They do that shit all the time. Now, just the visual of it makes you sick. How can these people do this? How can anyone allow this? And then the the people who get found guilty. You got to remember in New York City at that time, they were already having, you know, black folks and Latin folks looked at as criminals already. Kids, little kids as criminals. Depicted them as predators. That's why you got Hillary Clinton on videotape calling them super predators. You know what I'm saying? So we were being depicted as such. Mind you, back then to this day, Latin and black people all live in the same neighborhood. There's only a very small few that have very 
you know, lump of only one ethnicity, one race that they live, you know, on their own, like Harlem, Washington Heights, Spanish Harlem, you know what I'm saying? But for the most part, we all live in the same neighborhood. You go, you come to the Bronx, you come to the Bronx, you see black and Latin people all over the place. That's all you see. That's all you see. You go to Manhattan. Yeah. Like I said, you're going to have these subsets, but in the Bronx, it's all mingled and mixed in. Fuck it. Go to third, go to, go to one of 49th and third Ave. Look at that. You know, go to Zariga. Look at that. You know what I'm saying? Go to Jackson Ave. Look at that. East Tremont, Yankee Stadium, unless they're not coming out of jail from there, but you know, but look at all of that. You feel me? So with that being said, right now, you would have to really see what are they suing her for the, the reason why they suing her for is because they depicted them in a bad light and she said that in the film, they showed that the detectives were using the read technique and that they said that that wasn't true either way, either way, if that's not true or if it's factual, I don't think to be honest, I don't think that is not true. I think to be, it, it, it is factual because I remember hearing this case long time ago and doing my deep dive research finding out that these cops were really, you know, um, pressuring these kids to testify for something that they didn't do. So I don't know if that's the re technique or whatever the case is, but whatever I saw in the film, it, it it's factual. You know what I'm saying? For what I, for what I've read, you know what I'm saying? And these remember these things are like court documents. People are not just making this shit up. You could go back in the court. They got files on this shit. You know what I'm saying? And the thing is out of this film, the backlash that came out of it, shorty who's a prosecutor lost her book deals were getting, was getting threatened. All those other cops was getting threatened and all this other stuff. So they were like, Whoa, hold the fuck up. I can't be looked at or victimized like this because remember, White people always want to be the victim. You know what I'm saying? They can't wait to be the victim because they run. They know subconsciously they run everything out here. So any ounce of victimhood that they try to find to make their conscious feel a little bit better. Shit. They'll roll with the shit. You know what I'm saying? So this shorty was, you know, crying foul and all that. Oh my God, this is crazy. You got the victimizing me, all this other bullshit. But now they're suing Ava DuVernay. Come on. You guys are mad that she was depicting the truth. You guys are mad that she actually came out here and actually started saying what you guys were doing. Come on. Now I wonder if somebody does a documentary about stop and frisk. I wonder how they're really gonna, you know, take it when they get real officers out here who was doing it and just targeting black and Latin folks. 
Mind you, they were only doing this shit in the hood. Stop and frisk? They were only doing this shit in the hood. And they say it's not racially based, which is bullshit because they were only targeting us. What we really need to do is read between the lines whenever these people tell us something and what reality really is. You feel what I'm saying? We really gotta read between the lines. We can't be going based on what these people are telling us. Hell no. That's wild. We're gonna be like sheep. You know what I'm saying? So let me go to my next topic. And this is gonna be very short. El Chapo. Jesus Christ. So apparently, El Chapo's son got caught by the authorities. And the whole village came out to protect this motherfucker. The whole village came out to protect him. And I'm like, holy shit, that's wild. God damn, okay. Okay. And guess what? They ended up releasing him. So, you know, shout out to El Chapo's son. You know what I'm saying? They came out, started blasting, shooting up the uh, the, the, the place and all that shit. They're like, yo, you, you're going to give him back. And they were like, all right, cool, cool, cool. You you aren't numbers. And that that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. That's what we got to do. They take one of our own. We all have to ride out. Fuck it. If it, what was in the Rocky movie? If I dies, I dies. You know what I'm saying? We all have to ride out. We all have to look out for each other. You know what I'm saying? If one of us get hurt or get caught up, guess what? You're going to have problems with me, Tito, Hector, uh, Guadalupe, you know, Jeremy, Bolita. You know what I'm saying? All these motherfuckers. So. That's how we gotta be, you know, and shout, and shout out to them motherfuckers over there. You know what I mean? Going all buck, buck out crazy and shit. You know what I mean? So now moving on to Gina Rodriguez. Oh my God. She has been the topic of discussion. Shit. Gina Rodriguez. Now. I really didn't know Gina Rodriguez's past like that. I just knew her in some movies, you know, here and there. I saw her in some Netflix shit. Cool. But I didn't know anything about her past and the things that she said outside of this situation, you know? So. I'm going to play you guys a clip that went crazy and then I'm going to play you guys the apology video. All right. So here we go. I could do what you do. Believe me. Niggas give me heebie-jeebies. <laughs> Niggas give me heebie-jeebies. Niggas give me heebie-jeebies. Okay. So that's what she said, right? You guys heard that? She used the N word. She was rapping a song and all that, and this is what her apology video is. I just wanted to reach out and apologize 
I am sorry. I am sorry if I offended anyone by singing along to the Fugees, to a song I love that I grew up on. I love Lauryn Hill. And um, I really am sorry if I offended you. So there you go. So she said the N-word. Then she made an apology video. And people are still mad. Now, this is my thoughts on it. One, let's just focus on the apology video on itself right let's focus on the apology video on itself not once did she say i'm sorry for using the n-word not once did she say i'm sorry for what i did she just said i'm sorry if i offended you it didn't sound authentic it didn't sound like something that she really meant so that's why I'm flaming her for that. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm flaming her for that. And I'm not the only one that thinks that. You know, a couple of white folks think the same thing too. This idea that you know people are singing along to this stuff and you're putting that word in there. Like I remember Kendrick Lamar brought up, I, I believe it was a, a white person up on stage, a white girl, and I don't remember what song it was, but she sang the lyrics back to him and included the N-word, yeah. and he got really mad when she said the N-word and booted her off stage. Right. So it's just the idea of, yeah, so you want people to skip, which is fine, you want people to skip over that word, which is absolutely appropriate, but at what point maybe you should be taking the N-word out of your lyrics, especially all the kids now that don't know all the historical context of that word. No. So, I mean, you're still, exposing this word to kids that are you know 10 years old yeah. and they don't know the historical significance of it sure. so maybe at a certain point do you have to rethink should we even be including this word because it is going to happen that people are going to sing along i would never i i will never restrict language i never will mm -hmm. i am not a proponent of forcing people to say certain words and forcing people to not say certain words but certain words come with certain consequences and to even make the argument as somebody who's not black that, you know, I'm not saying the N-word, I'm just singing along to a song that I love, to even want to make that argument is weird. Yeah, yeah. You're, we, you could say all the words, there's millions of words, yeah. right? You can say them all in all the languages, everything else. If there's only one that you can't, then I don't see why you should have a massive problem with that, let alone go to the wall to try and defend, I'm just singing lyrics. Right. Like, to me, none of that makes sense, but if... So, there you go. You know, even white folks are coming in saying that, yo, you shouldn't be saying that. You're not even black. You know what I'm saying? And I want to get get into that, and I want to tackle everything. So, a couple of things I was hearing from other people, a couple of things that I was hearing from the other side, and I want to tackle all of them down the list. Now, they said, well, if it's in rap music, you can skip the word or you don't even uh, why is it even in rap music um rap is art right rap music is art you can say whatever the fuck you want in it okay white people do not have the right to ever say that word if that word is in it fuck it who cares you know what I'm saying? Who cares? White people should not have a right whatsoever to ever say it. Now, the the point goes is the the point goes in 
should Latin people say? I made a I made a episode a while back called "Should Latin People Say the N Word?" And in that episode, I went down and said the reason why I use it, which I am still trying to not use it whatsoever, which I've been very good at right now. I've been to this day, I've been very good at editing and censoring myself when I talk because I came from the environment and I still come from the environment of where that word was used literally left and right. I come from the environment where I grew up using that word and that word being used on me, never for malicious intent, never as a derogatory word. It was a word used for an endearment. I was never checked for using that word. I was never told not to use that word. I was never reprimanded not to use that word. I went all over New York City, Brooklyn, Queens, uptown, downtown Manhattan, using that word and nobody ever told me anything. The only people that would tell me and my friends something about that word was older black folks. Respect that. I'm not going to use that around you. I'm sorry. But that was a vocabulary that I was using left and right and nobody gave a fuck about it. Until later on, I started growing up and started getting more mature. I was like, wait a minute. It's kind of a fucked up term. You feel what I'm saying? It's kind of a fucked up term. The now, you know, when I did that episode and I brought some black folks into it, they called in and they said, you shouldn't use it at all. And shout out to them, you know, go, go to their Twitter and subscribe, go to that episode and, and find their, you know, the Twitter and, and subscribe. But, um, they, you shouldn't use it at all whatsoever at all. And I totally agree. That should be a word that should be eliminated. You know, um, obviously there's not a big force out here advocating for that, but you know, all right, it shouldn't even be used at all. Does it slip out sometime? Yeah, it does slip out sometimes when, when I just talk regular, you know what I'm saying? But for the most part, I try to censor myself as much as possible because I want to eliminate that word from my vocabulary, uh, for my vocabulary. You know what I'm saying? So. With that being said, now this other part where people are saying, well, how come fat Joe gets a pass? Fat Joe claims he's black. He's a Afro Latino, regardless how, how light he is, white people see him as another person as black. Believe it or not, if you don't agree with me, then you're not around a lot of white folks. You not around their inner circles. You don't have honest white people around you to tell you exactly what they really feel. If you don't believe that I heard this other argument, how come Takashi six nine can say it? There was a lot of people that didn't like Takashi 69 saying it. 
there was a lot of people out here not liking what he was saying when he was getting beat up he wasn't in la he wasn't getting beat up because he was using that word he was getting beat up for other bullshit, not for that word but now you go into court documents you find out that he didn't start using the n-word until he actually got into the nine train bloods so that example is mute that example goes out the window you can't even use that example i hear this other one how come cardi b can say it regardless if cardi b claims that she's black or why or whatever the case is i heard her many times say that she is an afro latina sometimes she just emphasizes with latina um that clip that she's saying i'm not black and you don't hear the whole clip i heard the whole clip and she's basically saying i'm not black i'm afro latina you know what i'm saying we got we got to really look at the whole context, not just take it as face value. You know what I'm saying? So it's because she's claiming black. Now, Gio Rodriguez has never, to my knowledge, claimed black or anything like that. Can she do so? Yeah, because she's not fully white. Yeah, she got lighter skin and all that, but she's not fully white. She's not 100% white. There's still a little bit of, you know, some color in there. You feel what I'm saying? So can she say it? Now let's look at her track record. Something that I wasn't even aware about. You know what I'm saying? Something I wasn't even aware about. Now, what does her track record consist of? Well, I'm glad you guys asked. Uh, DJ Vlad had an interview with Godfrey and basically he runs down the list of what Gina said and take a listen. Gina Rodriguez is a Latina actress. Right, right. Who has gone out of her way to what some people consider slandering black women. What did she say? Basically, she, she said, well... There, it was like a series of things. At one point, she said, you know, right when Black Panther first came out, and she was like, oh, you know, this is great. You know, what about a Latina, a Latino superhero asking for a friend? You know, right when Black Panther, you know, was, right. you know came out. You know, and then she said, you know, L Latinos are the least paid group in Hollywood. Not true. Not, right. not true at all. Not true. In fact, the highest paid female in Hollywood is the girl from Modern Family. Oh, right. Um... um... God, um, she's from Colombia. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She was in Soul Playing with me. Yeah, I know. I yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Uh, Vergara, Sofia Vergara. Vergara. Right. Yeah. Right. For exactly. Yeah. You know. And then during this whole, there was a there was a, a press junket uh, with my man Zilla uh, about from Littlefoot, and she was she was doing this interview with a black, um, you know, her co-star, a black female co-star, and he asked her. You know, the interviewer said, oh, you know. What's it like for a black woman in Hollywood, you know, to get a role like this? She goes, well, as a black woman. And then Gina, you know, interrupted, as a woman. Okay, so she, Gina, has a shady past. You know what I'm saying? She has a, a questionable past. So she goes and says, let me just run down the list. 
well, Black Panther's out. How come there's no Latin superheroes? That right there is trying to all lives matter the situation. Black Panther, right, right there she's wrong. Right there she's wrong. It's like white people saying, Black Panther, how come there's no white superheroes? You know, there's damn near every other white superhero out here. You know what I'm saying? It's like Asian people saying the same thing. You know what I mean? Let black folks have that thing. Chill out. But there are tons of, you know, Latin superheroes. You know, I'm not much of a comic geek, but I know uh, Miles Morales, the, bl the black Spider-Man. He's Dominican and black or something like that. He's a, his he's a Latin superhero. Um, the Blue Beetle in DC, a black su uh, a Latin superhero. You know what I'm saying? So there, there is some Latin superheroes out here. You know what I mean? Um, we all ain't gonna get, you know, a, a seat at the table. Just chill. Let black people have their thing. That's a way of her bogarting her bullshit in. So that's why, you know, some people have been like, yo, Gina, chill out. You're doing too much, ma. Chill out. You know what I'm saying? So now it's, so that right there. She's fucked up at that point. You know what I'm saying? Then she goes out and says, well, Lat Latinas are the lowest paid. Now that I have to agree with just because one person who is from Modern Family, um, Sofia Vergara or something, is the highest paid Latina out here. There's only one person. It's like me pointing at Oprah. Well, when black when black people were talking about Oscar's so white, well, you got Oprah. She's the richest person out here. That wouldn't be fair whatsoever. So pointing one Latin person out here, saying that she's the most uh, paid person out here, is not really making a point whatsoever. She does have a point on that. You know what I'm saying? She really does have a point on that because outside of Sofia Vergara, point at another um, well-off. A rich Latin person who's getting paid well. Exactly. Exactly. Besides J Lo, but I don't know if J Lo and Sophia's uh, thing is really that you know it, it really matches up. You know what I'm saying? Those are the only two, and that's in one hand. You know what I'm saying? So she does have a point on that. I give her that one. I'll give her that one. I'll give her that one. But then she goes out and says that other, you know, all lives matter bullshit. You know, talking about, oh, as a, as a black woman, oh, wait, hold on, <laughs> hold on, as a woman. Shut the fuck up. Let black folks have their turn, chill. Yeah, as a black woman, yes. Chill out, chill out with that. So now I see where she shouldn't have even said anything. Where she shouldn't have said anything at all. You know what I'm saying? And the fact that she said the N words is extremely problematic. I'm not writing for this whatsoever, but other folks are giving her a pass, like Almara, uh, Almara La Negra. She's giving her a pass. Check this out. I think it's all about the way that you use the words and why you use them. If you're singing a song that your favorite artist sings and it just so happens to be that they say it, what can you expect? You know what I'm saying? Like, if you don't want to hear it, don't have your favorite artist sing it. 
but they continue to do it. I personally didn't didn't see it um, the way that many that many have seen it. I understand as an Afro Latina, I guess I can't say it because my skin is darker. Um, so I guess it's not a problem if I say it. But for the most part, I would say that if if people don't if people are sensitive about the word, then it shouldn't be put in so many songs. You know, she was reciting a song. It wasn't like she was talking to someone. She was being confrontational. I don't think she meant it in a harmful way. Um, it's about the way that you use it. Like I said, there's a lot of Latinos that are raised in the same community as African-Americans. They're used to hearing it and they feel as if they're part of that community. It's a very thin line because I would lie if I say that I don't use it, that a lot of people use it. You know what I mean? Like I said, I don't, I've never used it in a malicious way, but I've even been told that I can't say it because I'm Afro Latina, you're not black. You know, you're Latin, so you're not allowed to say it either. So that was Amara La Negra, you know, um, defending Gina Rodriguez. And she brought up a lot of interesting and good points. I have to agree with her. She brought a lot of interesting and good points. And the thing of the double standard where even black Latinos aren't allowed to say, that's a real thing. You know, they say, I hear a lot of black folks saying they can say it. A lot of other black folks say they can never say it. Only black people say it. And when you, when you press them, you tell them, okay, how come only black folks can say it? Because they were slaves. That's when you get into some muddy gray areas. You understand? Now, the person of the Fugees came out and actually said this. Check this out. So what do you think uh, what Gina did? I mean, I don't really know Gina. I mean, I know who she is, but I don't know her history or background. But, I mean, you have in the past certain Latin people who have what I call honorary passes, like Fat Joe, Cardi B, mm -hmm. J-Lo, you know. I don't know what her contribution been to the culture to be able to get a pass like that. But, you know, when we make music, it's for people to sing along. Now, some people can't say certain words. I'm not sure if she's the one. I'm just not hearing about this controversy in the last couple of days. I think it's more about how embedded are you in a culture and your contribution to the culture, right? But that's because, a sl that's yeah. a slippery slope, though, isn't it? That you well, you, well, you got to I mean, judge. Little, well, I'm, I'm, this is what I mean. I mean, like first, let's take Fat Joe for example. Fat Joe been doing hip hop. He he came out before we came out. He from the Bronx. He grew up around black people, Jamaicans, Haitians, all of that. So. He's part of the culture. Now, there's certain people, just because you're Latina doesn't mean you can say it. That's what I'm saying. I don't know Gina's contribution and what she's done in the past. What about a white guy that's done a lot for the culture? No, no white guys. No white guys. No white. You can't Even if they support we the culture. <laughs> no, nah, we can't do that. No, no, no. We're about, we're about 300 years away from that. Hey, so there you go. You know what I'm saying? There you go. So, it so the thing that i'm seeing it basically goes as the it, it, it basically goes as an opinion piece because there's no really set rules for it right there's really no set rules for who can use the n-word and who can't use the n-word some people are saying like you guys heard oh you get honorary passes how you live what you did for the culture 
you also hear, well, you know, you gotta be enslaved or descendants of slaves. So I decided to take a very deep historical take on it. So if you actually look the word N I G G E R on Google and you actually check it out on Wikipedia, you know what I'm saying? On Wikipedia, you actually will see, and I'll tell you N I G G E R in the English language, the word N I G G E R is an ethnic slur typically directed at black people. The word originated in the 18th century as an adoption of the Spanish Negro, which in Spanish word is Negro. A descendant of the Latin adjective Niger, N-I-G-E-R, which means black. It was used derogatorily and by the 20th century, particularly the United States, its usage by non-African Americans became unapologetically and racism and so and all this other stuff. Typically, blah, 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 it's popular culture, right? So you find out that, okay, it was an, a Spanish word that was adopted by the English that they basically remixed it, right? Now you, you got a question. Why were the Spanish using that word? Why were the Spanish using that word? Because Latin people were enslaved. If you guys really want to go down into it, Spanish people were using that to their slaves. If you go to any Spanish speaking country, guess what the Spanish rule there? The Spanish rule there, okay? When they were in the Caribbean, they were calling all the people up in there niggers or negro or how you say it right now, negro. You know, the English just remixed it. When you go down to South America, the same thing. When you go down to Central America, the same thing. Mexico, the same thing. The Spanish started that. Latin people were the first one who were called Negroes. This is just me having the historical take and these are just facts. Okay. These are just facts. So if we want to talk about who has the right to say it, I think Latin people should be having the right to say it. These are just historical facts going down. Now that's one, right? The origin of the word, the N word, that's one. Two, what have Latin people contributed to the culture? When he talks about the culture, he's talking about hip hop. Well, the invention of hip hop, Latin people had a huge contribution to that. It wasn't just black folks. Latin people were a part of that. Now there's five essence in the house of hip hop. There's five. MCing, which is the master ceremony, DJing, right? Scratching the records. B-boying or breakdancing, graffitiing, you know, with the, with the, you know, with the graffiti or whatever the case is and knowledge. You feel what I'm saying? And knowledge. Guess what? Latin people were in all five of these. Well, four of these, there wasn't that many MCs. 
So we talking about contributing to the culture. Latin people contributed a lot to the culture. There was a lot of Latin people who actually put in sweat, blood, and tears into hip hop. So let's keep it real. Let's keep it real. So I'm already eliminating boom, boom, too, right? Off the bat. Off the bat. I'm already eliminating two. Now, I heard this other argument. Well, yeah, Latin people are black. You're right. Latin people are black. They have black descent. Most of them even have black features with light skin, but you got light skin. You're not black. Now, if you guys really go down the genetic makeup of what black is, black does not mean melanin whatsoever. It was used as a way to identify and harm people based on melanin. But genetically, it does not mean melanin whatsoever because you have light skinned black people who are black, but light skinned. Rock Newman is a perfect example of this. Look, he white as shit, but he's black. That girl Donna from Black Ink, another perfect example of this. Light skin as shit, but she's black. Sean King, another example of this. Light as shit, he's black. So what makes these people black and Latin people not but regardless of what Latin people think that they're black or not, I'm not here to, to talk about that bullshit. I just want to put in this perspective where we could talk about this. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Please let me know. But we're going down the line of everything, okay? Of everything that I've heard. Hip-hop, boom. I debunked that. The N-word started with us from the Spanish. Debunked that. Because Latin people were slaves, if you want to believe it or not, we were. And, oh, because of skin, uh, skin tone. Okay, I debunked that. So, who should use the N-word? I'm not here trying to advocate for all Latin people to use the N-word. Please don't, don't take this as such. I'm not. I prefer nobody use it. You know what I'm saying? But if I do have a preference, I prefer black and Latin people to use it. You know what I'm saying? But I don't, I just clearly don't prefer nobody to use it. But if I really do have a preference, y'all already know what it is. But nobody should be using it. Regardless if it's in a rap song or not, who gives a fuck? Regardless if we eliminate the N-word altogether, white supremacists are still going to call us that. Because the N-word's been around way longer before any rap record. You know what I'm saying? These people invented the word. You feel me? So let's really take this argument and discussion and put it in some real context. Let's really put it under some real context. Because I don't want to hear the Latin bashing. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to hear the, from the Paris and Milans, from the Tariq Nasheeds, from, from the other people, from, from, from the Black. I don't want to hear from none of these people unless you really put it in some real context. You know what I'm saying? All everybody else has an agenda and I'm not against that, but at least put in some real context. 
You feel what I'm saying? At least put it in some real context. Now, moving on to my main topic. Jeez, we thought we would never get there, right? My main topic, Indigenous People Day. Now, this past week, it was Indigenous People Day. I was going to do an episode about it, but I was like, yeah, nah. Let me just honor the day by, you know, giving y'all some history. But I saw some people actually say, yo, you should do a video, you know, you should do an episode on that. All right, well, there's an episode, you know. So what is Indigenous People Day? Well, it's an answer to Columbus Day. You know what I'm saying? It's an answer to that. Now, why is it an answer to Columbus Day? Now... Let's, first of all, let's get into the history. Let's get into the history of Indigenous People Day. As we all know, it's to celebrate Columbus, right? An Italian settler who came into America and basically, this is the story that we're told, right? And came and settled, right? We all heard the rhyme to be honest, I never heard this rhyme when I was in school, but whatever. But apparently a lot of white folks did, but it is what it is. Everybody heard the rhyme. In 1492, Columbus sailed the ocean blue. Right? Now, there's a huge, huge, huge half-truth in the history of Columbus. Columbus wanted to really go to Asia and find an alternate route, a faster route. There has to be a faster way through this, right? Decides to go straight. He stumbled not upon Asia, but he stumbled upon the Caribbean, right? He never set foot in North America whatsoever. Christopher Columbus never set foot in North America. Fact is, there's a place in DR where there's a huge statue of him. And they kind of say his remains are inside that, you know, statue or whatever. There's rumors or whatever the case is. But there's statues of him everywhere. In New York City, Columbus Circle. Look, Columbus. Columbus Circle. There's a huge statue of this motherfucker. Why do we gotta celebrate a genocidal white supremacist nutbag? Why? Well, because it's not about what he didn't do. It's about what he did. Christopher Columbus came and started spreading the word of white supremacy. He came in and started to enslave all the indigenous people in the region. He started to kill all the indigenous people and bringing a bunch of Africans in. That's when the Africans and the indigenous people, most of them started mating. And then also they started mating with, with the Spaniards and all of this ended up happening, blah, 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 blah. Right. But why do we, we have to celebrate him if we, he never stepped foot in America It's because the ideology is the ideology of it. You know what I'm saying? We have a national holiday in America 
that only celebrate two individual set of people, Martin Luther King and Christopher Columbus. Now, when did this movement of indigenous people day start? Well, it didn't start recently. It was actually a long time movement and it actually started in 1989, believe it or not, in South Dakota. And the original name, the original name was Native American Day for Native Americans, right? The original name was that. But the more lobbying that they did and the more fighting that they did and the historical backings of what they did and what they found that black and Latin people we are ancestors and direct links to the indigenous people of this land. Believe it or not, we share the same blood. So it started to go become into indigenous people day around the 1990s. Didn't take that long around 19, you know, a year, you know? So then the second state to adopt it was, you know, Barkley, uh, Barkley, California in 1992, two years later, Santa Cruz, California, and then other various states in 2010. That's when it started, you know, started going down. And then you start hearing that Italian people are actually against this movement, but wow, imagine that white folks not liking of movement of, you know, of, of black and brown people. Wow. Surprising, right? So Italian Americans didn't like the, this movement because it was robbing them from history and heritage. So if you really question what history and heritage are they getting robbed from, they really can't tell you nothing. Discovering America. Uh, he, Christopher Columbus never discovered shit. There was people already here. There was different tribes already here. Different civilizations already here. The indigenous people were here. Black folks were already here. Christopher Columbus to actually come here. He was following a map made by the Moors, believe it or not. So this thing was a long time coming. The fact that we shouldn't be celebrating a white supremacist who enslaved our people, raped them, gave us syphilis, murdered and massacred us. Why are we celebrating that? You know what I'm saying? On top of that, a lot of Latin people don't know that Christopher Columbus first settled and stayed in the Caribbean and robbed us from our gold, robbed us from our language, robbed us from our civilization. He was the real cancer, the real plague in the Caribbean, believe it or not. It was him. A lot of Latin people don't know that. And the fact that we're getting indoctrinated as little kids to celebrate 
a person that would look at you as an other, either kill you or enslave you. We're supposed to celebrate that? Wow, white supremacy is deep, isn't it, huh? White supremacy is deep, huh? So I'm super happy and super glad that this thing, Indigenous People Day, it's a real thing. I'm super happy because we're taking our thing back. We're telling white supremacy, we are not going to celebrate a white supremacist that raped our culture away. We're not going to do that. And I'm glad we're taking the reins back. You feel what I'm saying? I'm glad we're taking the reins back. And that's something we all have to abide to. We all have to honor that. Because if you're black or Latin, indigenous people, they, that's for you. That's for you. You don't know how proud you should be for that day to actually come and you celebrate indigenous people day. You should look yourself in the mirror and say, hell fucking yeah. This is for my ancestors. That's what's here. That's for my people. Because Italian Americans were doing the same thing when it was Christopher Columbus day and everything was all nice and dandy. There was like, yeah, that's my dude right there. You know what I'm saying? That was celebrating a genocidal white supremacist scumbag to keep it real with y'all. You know what I'm saying? To keep it real with y'all. Now I'm going to wrap it up. If you guys like what you heard, um, and you guys want to support, remember cash at me, anything you want, dollar sign, radical Latino. Also, you could also support by going to the podcast and, you know, leaving a nice review and five star in the shit. You know what I'm saying? Also hit me up on Instagram and Twitter at the same name, radical underscore Latino underscore. And yo, I got a YouTube channel. Come to my YouTube, you know, subscribe. I'm going to be putting out videos and all that. You know what I'm saying? Let me know what y'all think. You heard? So I'm going to catch you guys later. Peace.